0: Welcome to the Sports of Luke podcast. Today, I'll be taking a look at the career of Nolan Ryan. We'll talk about a lot of strikeouts, headlocks, and why the secret number of the day is zero. Enjoy the show. Lynn Nolan Ryan Jr. was born on January 31st, 1947 in Refugio, Texas, the youngest of six children to Lynn Nolan Ryan Sr. and Martha Lee Hancock. As a young boy, Nolan enjoyed throwing objects at any target. His father thought baseball was a better usage for his arm, so he encouraged Nolan to play the game. Ryan joined Alvin Little League Baseball when he was nine, and he made all-star teams and pitched the first no-hitter of his life a few years later. Nolan played baseball at Alvin High School. He held the school's single-game strikeout record for 44 years, striking out 21 hitters in a 7-inning game. Some quick maths here, 7 times 3 is 21, so that means every out he got was a strikeout. The record was eventually tied by two Alvin High School pitchers in the same week in 2009. In 1963, at one of his high school games, Red Murph, a scout for the New York Mets, first-noticed sophomore pitcher Nolan Ryan. Ryan's coach mentioned to Murph that some opponents refused to bat against Ryan, and how his hard pitches would sometimes break bones in the catcher's hands. In his report to the Mets, Murph stated that Ryan had the best arm I've ever seen in my life. In 1965, after graduating high school, Ryan was drafted by the New York Mets in the 12th round of the 1965 MLB draft. He was assigned to the minor league Marion Mets in the Appalachian League. When Ryan was called up to New York the following year, he was the second youngest player in the league. His first strikeout was Pat Jarvis, and he gave up his first Major League home run to Joe Torrey, a future NL MVP and Hall of Fame manager. Ryan missed much of the 1967 season due to illness, an arm injury, and service with the Army Reserve. He pitched only seven innings for the Mets' minor league affiliate in Jacksonville. But in the 1968 season, Ryan returned to stay in the Major Leagues until his retirement. Ryan was unable to crack the Mets' pitching rotation, led by some studs named Tom Seaver and Jerry Koosman. Ryan was used more as a reliever and spot starter by the 1969 Mets. To deal with frequent blisters on his throwing hand, he often soaked his fingers in pickle brine, although the technique's effectiveness was questioned by Ryan's teammates and coaches. Ryan pitched well for the Miracle Mets in the 1969 postseason. Against the Braves in the NLCS, Nolan completed a Mets sweep by throwing seven innings of relief in Game 3, getting his first playoff win. It would take him 12 years to get another. Then, in the 1969 World Series, Ryan saved Game 3, pitching two and a third shutout innings against the Baltimore Orioles. The Game 3 victory gave the Mets a 2-1 lead in series, which they went on to win in five games. It would be no one's only World Series appearance in his career. On April 18, 1970, Ryan tied a Mets record by striking out 15 batters in one game. Four days later, his teammate, Tom Seaver, topped it with a then-MLB record 19 against the San Diego Padres though Ryan would tie this record four years later. No one has credited his time with Seaver and the Mets with turning him from just a flamethrower to a pitcher. Now, contrary to popular belief, Ryan never wanted to be traded from the Mets, and he felt betrayed by the team that drafted him. His views on this only calmed once he started running the Rangers and gained a better understanding of the business side of baseball. On December 10th, 1971, Ryan was traded to the California Angels along with pitcher Don Rose, catcher Francisco Estrada, and outfielder Leroy Stanton for shortstop Jim Fergosi, who would later manage Ryan in Anaheim. The deal has been cited as one of the worst in Mets history, but it was not viewed as unreasonable at the time. So I went and looked up this Jim Fergosi guy, which I don't know about you, I've never heard of him. The year before he was traded, he was considered one of, if not the top-hitting shortstop in the league but shortly after he was traded to the Mets, he got hurt and was really never himself again. In his first season with the Angels, Nolan was given a chance to pitch regularly as a starter for the first time in his career mainly because by then he had fulfilled his military obligation and no longer had to commute to Houston every other week. He had a league-leading 329 strikeouts, nearly a third more than the AL runner-up, and to that point, the fourth-highest total of the 20th century. He also set a still-standing Major League record by allowing only 5.26 hits per nine innings, as well as posting a 2.28 ERA that year, to date the second lowest in franchise history. Though Ryan's actual winning percentage, however, only slightly over 500, his strikeouts and no-hitters brought him media attention. Meanwhile, back to this Fergosi guy, he failed to produce as a Met, making no significant contribution to the Met's 1973 pennant-winning campaign, and he was sold to the Texas Rangers midseason. Now back to Nolan. He finished second in the Cy Young balloting, losing to Jim Palmer in 1973. Ryan led the league in losses in 1976 with a 17-18 record, one short of the franchise record for losses. In the early 70s, many teams used a four-man rotation and expected the starter to complete the game. Thus, most games Ryan started ended in a decision. On July 9th of 72, Ryan struck out three batters on nine pitches in the second inning of a 3-0 win over the Red Sox. He became the 7th American League pitcher to accomplish the Immaculate Inning, and the first and currently only pitcher in Major League history to accomplish defeat in both leagues. In 1973, Ryan set his first Major League record when he struck out 383 batters in one season, beating Sandy Koufax's old mark by one. Koufax joked, Yeah, and he also surpassed my total for bases on balls in a single season by 91. I suspect half of those guys he struck out swung rather than get hit. Nolan threw two no-hitters in 1973. In the second one, on July 15th against the Tigers, he struck out 17 batters, which is the most in a recorded no-hitter, which this record would later be tied by Max Serger in 2015. Ryan was so dominant in this game, it led to one of baseball's best-remembered pranks. Tigers' first baseman and cleanup hitter, Norm Cash, came out to the plate with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, having already struck out twice, and he was carrying a clubhouse table leg instead of a bat. The umpire ordered Cash to go back and get a regulation bat, to which Cash replied, Why? I won't hit him anyway. With a regulation bat in hand, Cash did finally make contact but popped out to end the game. During a September 7, 1974 game against the White Sox, Nolan became the first major league pitcher to have his pitch speed measured during a game. A primitive radar gun clocked a ninth inning fastball at 100.8 miles an hour when it was 10 feet in front of home plate. This exceeded an earlier pitch by Bob Feller, which was measured at 98.6 miles an hour, and previously thought to be the fastest pitch ever recorded. Ryan added a third no-hitter in 1974 and a fourth in 75, tying another of Colfax's records. In 1974, he struck out 19 batters, tying Tom Seaver and Steve Carlton for the single-game record for a nine-inning game. Roger Clemens would be the first pitcher with a 20-strikeout game in 86. The California Angels finally made the playoffs in Ryan's eighth and final year there in 1979. He started game one of the ALCS and threw seven innings against the Orioles' Jim Palmer, but neither man would be involved in the decision as Baltimore won in the 10th inning. Ryan was scheduled to pitch game five, but the Angels were eliminated in four. With the season complete, Ryan became a free agent. Nolan led the American League in strikeouts seven times during his eight seasons with the Angels, but he also led the league in walks in six of those years and finished second in the other two seasons. Aside from Bob Feller in 38, Ryan is the only man since 1900 to walk 200 batters in a season, which he did twice, in 74 and 77. Though Ryan's strikeouts and no-hitters got him considerable media attention, he did not win over the Angels' front office, who dismissed him as a flashy 500 pitcher. He was 26 and 27 in the last two years he was with the Angels. In 1980, Nolan Ryan became the first million-dollar player when he signed a four-year free agent contract with the Houston Astros for $1 million per season. The salary quadrupled what he had been making with the California Angels. The normally light-hitting Ryan got his Houston year started with a bang at a nationally televised game against the Dodgers on April 12 of 1980 when he hit a three-run home run off of Don Sutton. It was first of two homers in his career and produced half of the six RBIs he would get that year. On July 4th of that season, at Riverfront Stadium, Nolan recorded his 3,000th career strikeout, the victim being Cesar Geronimo of the Cincinnati Reds, which, fun fact, Geronimo had also been Bob Gibson's 3,000th strikeout victim in 1974. Ryan got his third taste of postseason play in 1980, but the Astros were stopped one game short of the World Series. In the 1980 NLCS versus the Phillies, Ryan pitched well in Game 2, leaving the game tied 2-2 in the 7th, having contributed to both Astros' runs with a run scored following a walk and a sacrifice bunt leading to a run, but again got a no-decision in the game that went extra innings. In the fifth and final game of the series, Ryan and the Astros held a 5-2 lead entering the 8th, but Ryan allowed three consecutive singles before walking in the third run. The Houston bullpen allowed the Phillies to take a 7-5 lead, and only a game-tying Astro rally permitted Ryan to escape the loss. On September 26 of 81, Ryan threw his fifth no-hitter, breaking Koufax's mark while becoming the third pitcher to throw a no-hitter in each league. That season, his 1.69 ERA won the National ERA title. Facing the Dodgers in the 81 NLDS, Ryan threw a complete game two-hitter in the opener, outlasting the Dodgers' rookie sensation, Fernando Valenzuela. It was Ryan's second and last career postseason win. In the fifth and final game of the series, Ryan left trailing 3-0 and took the loss. By the end of the 1982 season, both Nolan and Steve Carlton were approaching Walter Johnson's all-time strikeout record, sometimes passing one another's career total in successive starts. On April 27th of '83, Ryan won the race with his 3,509th whiff. Carlton would reach the same mark two weeks after Ryan, and Gaylord Perry did so later that season. On July 11th of '85, Ryan got his 4,000th career strikeout. In '86, the Astros faced the New York Mets in the NLCS. Nolan had a shaky start in Game 2, taking the loss. He returned in Game 5, throwing 9 innings of 2-hit, 1-run, 12-strikeout ball, but one of those hits was a Darryl Strawberry home run which tied the game at 1-1, as Dwight Gooden matched Ryan pitch for pitch. Nolan got a no decision as his Astros lost in 12 innings. In 1987, Nolan led the major leagues in both ERA and strikeouts at the age of 40, but finished 8-16 and as a result of extremely poor run support. Despite his 3.33 winning percentage, Ryan tied for 5th place in the 87 Scion voting. Ryan hit his second and last career home run in a 12-3 win on May 1st of 87 against the Braves. Ryan left Houston in a contract dispute following the 88 season and joined the Texas Rangers. became the first player to play for all four MLB original expansion teams, the Mets, the Angels, the Houston Colt 45s which turned into the Astros, and the Washington Senators who turned into the Texas Rangers. In 1989, he went 16-10 and led the league with 301 strikeouts. Against the Oakland Athletics on August 22nd, Ryan struck out Ricky Henderson to become the only pitcher to record 5,000 career strikeouts. Following the game, Ricky was quoted saying, if he ain't struck you out, then you ain't nobody." In 1990, Ryan threw his sixth no-hitter on June 11th against the Athletics and earned his 300th win on July 31st against the Brewers. On May 1st of 91, he set a record by throwing his seventh no-hitter of his career. On August 6th of 92, Nolan had his first and only ejection of his career when he was ejected after engaging in a shouting match with players from the Athletics with two outs in the ninth inning. Before the 93 season began, Nolan announced that he would retire as a player at the end of the season. On August 4th, just before the end, Ryan had yet another high profile moment, this time an on-the-mound fight. After Nolan Ryan hit Robin Ventura of the Chicago White Sox with a pitch, Ventura charged him on in order to fight Ryan, who Ventura was twenty years younger at the time. Ryan secured the 26-year-old Ventura in a headlock with his left arm, while pummeling Ventura's head with his right fist six times before catcher, Pudge Rodriguez was able to pull Ventura away from Ryan. Nolan stated afterwards it was the same maneuver he used on steers he had to brand on his Texas ranch. Videos of the incident were played that evening throughout the country. While Ventura was ejected, Ryan, who had barely moved from his spot on the mound in the fight, was allowed to remain in the game. The White Sox manager argued this, leading to his own ejection. Ryan pitched a hitless ballgame the rest of the way. Nolan's arm gave out in Seattle on September 22nd of 93 when he tore a ligament. The injury ended his career two starts earlier than planned. Nolan briefly attempted to pitch past the injury and he threw one additional pitch after tearing his ligament. With his injured arm, his final pitch was measured at 98 miles an hour. Nolan's last start was his career worst. He allowed a single, four walks, and a grand slam in the top of the first without recording an out. It was his record-setting 10th grand slam given up of his career. Nolan finished his career having played in a major league record 27 seasons. He was the final active player from the 1960s to retire from the major leagues. Nolan threw a record seven no-hitters during a Major League career, three more than any other pitcher. The no hitters spanned three decades of pitching. In those seven games, Ryan accumulated a total of 94 strikeouts and 26 walks, a ratio of 3.6 strikeouts per walk. Later in life, Nolan became the president and CEO of the Texas Rangers, but at the end of the 2013 season, he stepped down. Nolan played in more seasons, 27, than any other player in modern Major League history. Nolan ranks first all-time in strikeouts, fewest hits allowed per nine innings, and no-hitters. Ryan also ranks high on the list for four negative records. He ranks first all-time in walks allowed, first in wild pitches, third in losses, and ninth in hit batters. Nolan was also the first pitcher in major leagues to give up 10 Grand Slam home runs. Ryan was elected in the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1999 in his first year of eligibility with a 98.79% of the vote, six votes short of a unanimous election and the fourth highest percentage in history. He chose to wear a Rangers cap for his Hall of Fame plaque to reflect his Texas heritage as well as the fact that his 300th win, 5,000th strikeout, and his last two no-hitters came as a Ranger. He was the first Hall of Famer inducted as a Ranger. However, the Hall of Fame recognizes the Los Angeles Angels as his primary team. That year, he ranked 41st on the sporting news list of 100 greatest baseball players and was elected to the Major League Baseball All-Century team. He was inducted into the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame in 2003 and named the Rangers and Astros hometown hero in 2006, the only player to be so named by two franchises. It's time for the secret number of the day. The secret number of the day is an obscure or interesting fact from Nolan's career. Today, the secret number is a big old goose egg, and the number takes us to, well, his entire career. So far in these podcasts I've done, every pitcher, Bob Gibson, Cy Young, and Randy Johnson all won at least one Cy Young award. Well, technically, Cy Young never won a Cy Young award, but his name is on the award, so that's got to count for something. But if you've been listening closely, you've heard that I said he was second or fifth or whatever in the Cy Young voting, and never saying he won one. So today's secret number, zero, is for the number of Cy Young awards Nolan Ryan has won. When I found this out, I was surprised. I just assumed that he had at least had one. I actually assumed he had two or more. But the more I looked into it, he only led the league in ERA twice, but led the league in walks eight times and wild pitches six times. He's also the all-time strikeout leader as well as the all-time walks leader. You also have to attribute his 27-year career to both of those, but it's still something to note. All this being said, Nolan Ryan was considered one of the most feared pitchers. Later in his career, Reggie Jackson was quoted saying, I've never been afraid at the plate, but Mr. Ryan makes me uncomfortable. He's the only pitcher who's ever made me consider wearing a helmet with a ear flap. He'll go down as one of the best flamethrowers of all time and will still be considered one of the best pitchers of all time. Thanks for listening to the Sports of Luke podcast. Have a player you'd like to be the next subject? Let me know on Instagram and Twitter at Macheris underscore Luke. Keep an eye out for next week's episode where we talk about the captain, Derek Jeter.